Well, just maybe just talk. Can you just talk better? Yeah, I can talk better. That's kind of what we do here <laughs> at Hello Gone. Talk better is our new service for uh, telehealth. It does feel Australian. We talk. It's just a little bit better. How long gone? What's re- what's really good, baby? How are you? What's going on? Um, I'm feeling I'm feeling hazy. <laughs> I'm I'm in, in a post Thanksgiving hangover. Is that, hold on, is that is that from an? Okay, that's that's not from an IPA that you had before we started recording. That that's from. It's not not. I was having some Stellas last night. <laughs> okay, so okay, so you went to Tay last night. What else has been going on? Oh God, no, no. This is this. I've I've had the last three days have just been dishes cooking, cooking dishes. White people Thanksgiving. POC Thanksgiving every day family chat what's going on what's new <laughs> were you guys just in London how's that going okay so so I'm I'm mentally wiped yeah I mean I'm mentally wiped too it's the one of the probably the worst holiday I would say that we like are forced to celebrate um mm-hmm. and it's it it kills everything online uh it kills everything in real life it's just it's really a pointless exercise but I was listening mm-hmm to the Joe Budden podcast and they were talking about how during Thanksgiving when you're a podcaster if your family listens to it it's fucked up because they try to challenge you on things that you said on the show and I was wondering if I if that happened I to you at all wish, I, I, I fucking wish I fucking wish that happened oh my god I wish a I wish a family member would <laughs> okay so your family members weren't that weren't looking to I wish an auntie would no 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 they don't nobody they don't talk I mean like some people like my um like my mom will say she listens but she she's selective about it my my brother's girlfriend i know she listens but she's like nice and sweet and is always just like oh i listened to your blah 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 episode it was so funny great job you know it's never like actually what i have some thoughts about (laughs) i'm gonna bleep that out but (laughs) (laughs) no yeah that's what that's Um, what so i don't yeah nobody's challenging my takes at any okay. family gathering okay well that's, that's and good. like i said that's i good. wish it would I, uh, what about you no no one's challenging anything i say uh no just kidding uh no my, that wouldn't happen i mean i don't see my family at thanksgiving because i've decided that that's not something i'm going to do for the rest of my life if i can help it yeah i think i think you're um in order of, it, it, it's healthy though to to challenge your family members argue points have a healthy discourse and debate I just don't think anyone at your family's dinner table cares about you enough to even engage in that. You know no, what I mean? They're just like, oh, there's Chris. Yeah. He's going to be talking about cufflinks or some bullshit <laughs> I can't afford. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Moving on. My life with my family is very similar to the comment section of my New York Magazine column. So I do I agree with you that that's kind of the vibe about how stupid I am. Everything I say. Actually. <laughs> everything is overpriced. That, that just reminded me of something. Well, first... I, I heard a joke or I came up with a joke okay. like two minutes <laughs> okay. before okay. I started the show and my brain is delusional okay. enough to just cold say it. All right. If Lana keeps getting bigger, they're going to have to change it from blue jeans to blue cheese. <laughs> that is not good. Oh, <laughs> man. I hope you blew that out for your sake. Okay. So I was, th- I was thinking. I didn't know you were working on material <laughs> like that. I, I didn't know we were. Are we workshopping right now? Well, to take a page out of your wife's mouth if i don't do it who will chris okay <laughs> if i don't do it who will god damn it oh, oh yeah <laughs> okay yeah so your so your comment section comment reminded me of something speaking of i'm, I'm always working on things to you know pj vote he, he has a podcast called search engine where like they just answer questions that are just sitting right there you know like is it safe to drink the coffee on an airplane whatever all this other stuff he he did an episode recently. Why am I? Why have I been addicted to speed for the last twenty years? Which is pretty interesting. But I always try to think of like what's a sick question and to do a podcast about it. And I was like, why are every comment set? Why is every comment section on the internet? Why are you able to reply except for Apple Podcast comments? Oh shit! I didn't even think about that. Like like every platform, YouTube, Instagram, so, social media, all that stuff. You can reply. You can clap back. You can defend yourself, but on Apple Podcasts, it's uh, it's it's just the I think it's the simple, the continued disrespect for the members of our profession, <laughs> and I think that it's something we need to. I mean, we could talk to our friends at Apple about this, and hopefully, they can make some systemic changes. Um, because I don't think this is going to stand for too long. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. Thank you for saying systemic. <laughs> I don't read. Luckily, I don't look at those Apple reviews because that to me is like lower than like a 
a pitchfork yeah. comment section. You know what I mean? If they yeah. had one, it's like it's, pitchfork it's doesn't have a of, comment of section. A, <laughs> they're smart. Of a, smart. A, a hobo writing their thoughts on a on a lamp lamp post is is sort of where what I unless it's positive and five stars, of course, then those people are sick. But it's usually just like. But I, I see them because I get like email notifications about it from Chartable. Yeah. I don't go looking. So sometimes they're fed to me. I turn my Chartable no- noties off. It's very easy to do. Okay. I don't need to see that shit. I don't care. I don't care how high we're ranking in the Denmark comedy okay, charts. Well, put that on our wellness roundup at the end of this year. And by God, please disable the Chartable noties. Got to disable it. If you're a podcaster, you know to d- disable the Chartable noties. You ain't hearing it. I mean, once I did that. My like overnight, my circadian rhythms were just like so locked in after I did that. I need some help. My my rhythms, bro. I had a tough night's sleep last night down here in Jamaica. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot you're in Jamaica. I, well, I didn't forget, but I was like, it's all about me, but we can talk about you. No, I don't need to talk about it. I just, there's a, there's a, well, I have a lot of questions. I've never been. Okay. Well, is it like how they talk about it on TV? Um, kinda. It's white people trying to say what Guan and not achieving it, uh, very well. But no, I, I there's a, there's a band <laughs> playing some light reggae rhythms at night. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, unfortunately, <laughs> that those rhythms bleed into bedtime. And, God. But I guess <laughs> the uh, I guess the other people staying at this hotel like that and are like they're they're old. A lot of them are older, but I think they're here to turn up. Yeah. So it, they're like they're down there sucking down pina coladas while I'm trying to sleep after watching <laughs> you know three episodes of of Winter House. Okay. And I'm just a little upset. Okay, so you come for some peace and quiet, <laughs> and you got to hear the rhythms. You I know think what I maybe mean? maybe you should have stayed at like some type of more specialty resort in Jamaica, and not at like the Sandals or whatever you're at, where yeah. it's like a turn up kind of thing. That is my fault. Is it is or is the place you're staying at all inclusive? No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. And I'm proud to say there's two things I'm very proud of. I've never stayed at an all inclusive anything, and I've never been on a cruise. And those are two things I'll probably take yeah. to my take to my death, unless I do get invited on the emo cruise. Then that that obviously changes things. I don't know. I I don't think I'm ever even if they make a them jeans cruise. I don't even know. I don't know if I'm gonna get on a cruise ever. But I have been to an all inclusive resort, and you know my broke ass liked it. Well, I mean, if you I think if you like to drink and eat, it's sick. Those are two things I'm not super interested in. So it's it's not yeah. it's not the best. But yeah, it's the, like why would anyone ever go to like a tropical vacation in a beautiful beach island? Well, first of you know all, Jason, I mean? to like first of all, drink Jason, and eat food and enjoy island rhythm. You know for a fact that I don't like to relax. You know that I don't like no, no man. Be honest. <laughs> so then, honest why aren't here. you on the dance floor? <laughs> <laughs> Be honest with me. Be honest with me. No man wants to go yeah. on a beach vacation. No man has ever chosen a beach vacation. Mm. I, I just, I, I think that's real. Unless, unless it's solo. Unless they're a hot surfer. I, I just don't think that men choose. A, I mean, I, I'm sure I'm going to be proved wrong, proven wrong, but that's my instinct. Fellas, fellas, is it gay to plan a beach vacation? I mean, I hope it's not because I did plan this, but Ooh. it was, it was. <laughs> When you was put, the idea presented to you no no i presented the idea actually because i because i knew that's what she would okay. want to, so you're just a old-fashioned sweetheart is what it sounds like i'm an old-fashioned sweetheart and i'm you know sweating it out paying the price um but but you know what's happening down here mm-hmm. that happened at, at the the republican roots carlton a similar kind of thing where these these people just start being friends you know and start sharing their stories oh. while i'm trying to read my book you know and i kind of can't constantly like hey Come one, come as long as you're white, just like us. Come on down. I think we could be friends. Uh, that's the Republican way, bro. They're sitting, their belly up to the bar. They're drinking all day, just chatting in the sun. And I, I just don't. That seems like the opposite of vacation. But you, you, you knew, you knew that this this stuff happens in Jamaica, though. Like you're you you telling me all this stuff. This this feels like extremely par for the course for a Jamaican getaway. This is the problem that happens. This happens everywhere. And that's that. That's what my issue. That's what my <laughs> issue is. You know, as a society, we've we've like banned phone calls as like intrusive and insane. But yet, yeah, under a certain circumstance, you can approach strangers and bond over the minutia of your boring lives because you're somewhere else, and it just doesn't. 
it, it doesn't, it, it, I feel like there's a correlation, you know, where if we were calling our friends and loved ones and sharing our, our lives with them more, then it would be damn you could you could almost hear a, a new pulling weeds being outlined as we speak <laughs> this is nice well i already, I, finished, I, I I already agree finished next week's i already finished next week's but this is a good idea okay this one's already in the can luckily we got another week week next week unless the good <laughs> lord takes us <laughs> um what, what that that reminds me or like I, I i see a lot of correlation to what you're saying and i agree with all that i think um the beauty of this IRL organic engagement, I guess, of like two drunk people at a bar being like, hey, you know, and then they become, a, they, they talk and enjoy their, their pleasure and, and all that stuff. If you're calling somebody, it's a jarring experience that's, you know, you're, I'm in the, I have to stop what I'm doing to answer the phone. If you're at a bar, you're getting drunk, you can read the body language. This guy wants to have a convo about the Dallas cowboys or whatever it is i guess that's and true i guess, I guess this person true. wants to fuck me i guess it's just because you're uh, i forget that alcohol loosens people up and they're happy to have a conversation <laughs> with a fucking obese guy from florida who looks like he hasn't left the beach in 15 years you know it doesn't it doesn't it's all good brother. but it, it's me, also it's all it's it's just like when we go like when i was like you're in your 20s and you're single and you go to new york or if you live in new york you go to la it's like that's the most fun is like you get to live your normal life just with a whole set of new people. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to That's do true. anything crazy. Like I can just hang out a bar, get fucked up like how I always do at Lucien or whatever. But now I'm at the same place and it's all kinds of new pussy and new dick up in there. That's exciting. Mm, that is that is yeah. That's very exciting. I don't think a lot of that's on the brochure over there at the Four Seasons. It's all Four Seasons Jamaica Republican. <laughs> all kinds of new pussy and dick. <laughs> y'all, y'all come on down for a thousand dollars a night. You get the opportunity for some new pussy and dick. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm. It's a it's a quick trip. It's been nice, honestly. I mean, the weather's obviously beautiful, which is all that really matters. So it's not the end of the world. But the music. I have a problem that when I hear. <laughs> because of my innate sense of rhythm jason that kind of my body can't i can't control my body um yeah once i hear rhythm when i'm trying to sleep i can't i can't unhear it like i can't disconnect my bluetooth you got rhythm asperger's you have a high sensitivity to rhythm yeah once i hear it i can't stop no matter how much white noise is on no matter how how much uh, how many mm. patches i have on my wrist to help me sleep i just can't <laughs> shake off Actually, rhythm, now that and it's a problem that I have. <laughs> now that you say that, have you? Do you have a sensitivity to fabrics? Like, if you're wearing a, a garment of some sort and the fabric is not to your liking, does it drive you a little crazier than it should? No, actually, I don't. That that's no. I mean, I, I don't. Okay. No, that doesn't really bother me. I've, I'm just trying I, to see if your pond pondy spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> no uh. <laughs> i don't think i mean i might be but i don't think it's from this how long gone is brought to you by neutrophil as you know you know hair thinning is quite complicated like your skin hair is a reflection of your health uh oh and internal factors can impact the way your hair looks feels and most importantly grows neutrophil's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress hormone fluctuations and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HOWLONG, all one word, find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got RAF on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code HOWLONG. That's Nutrafol.com promo code HOWLONG. Damn, I got to get Diplo on the horn. We got to make a new woke anthem. Diplo took his dad and sons to Turkey for Thanksgiving, and it was really wholesome content from him. Sounds like daddy need a new hairline, huh? I mean, I think that, I, th I think maybe. No, no, I think it was just to bring people together, <laughs> and he probably was like, damn, what if I went to, While I'm there. what if I went to Turkey on Turkey Day, bro? And I think that's kind of how it, 
I feel like that's how it came My about. life is a movie. I feel like that's how it came about. Yeah, that's, I mean, that sounds crazy to, to do something like that because you can go so many other places that are not, I mean, I don't know how long that flight is from Gainesville, but it can't be short, right? It's far, but when you're flying private, baby, everything's different. Can you fly that far in private? I don't know how these things work. I feel there's a certain amount where you, where no, you, can't, you, got, you can't do super long haul flights private, right? Unless you're a Drake or something. No, you can't. If you got the big enough plane or you can stop for mm. gas, yeah, I mean, you can. I mean, it just costs, it's like an exorbitant amount of, of course. money. I'm sure he probably flew with the family. You just got to fly first class. You know, you ain't got to, you know what I mean? Of course, bro. It's like buying batteries at the gas station. They're going to hike it up. <laughs> um, They're going to, they're going to hike it. <laughs> they're going to hike it up. I was, I was looking at your, your Twitter. You had a, a Chris Black holiday gift guide i haven't looked at it yet is it is it worth taking a peek into that package well of course because it's for airmail where, where i don't get shamed for putting nice uh expensive merchandise on the list oh. you know so it's it's got all of the essentials that you need jason for for any man in your life that includes the rimawa trunk that i've been eyeing myself or it, it is behind a pale actually no i see it yeah i can't read it but i can i can shop the story for free <laughs> that's that's smart actually that's really that's really smart i mean okay we got the original rimowa trunk plus yeah i want the big big daddy that's the one that that is kind of more it's, it's more like a sandwich shape it's not like the flat one it has a little more it's it, well jason yes it's a, a trunk i guess is shaped like a sandwich if you get your mind out of the gutter <laughs> you little leftover whore. I, it's it's shaped shaped like a financier yeah exactly i just watched a new episode of bake off yes exactly and shaped then, like a squirrel financier uh yeah that's on it there's there's a rem shirt on it of course there's a we nice, got well you got some sailor sailor loafers from the row is that correct yeah i i wear those al, al got me those a while back. those look nice they're great a plus those look real nice a plus um smoke hand-blown candle from perfumer h yeah, it's just what the a, fuck is that? It's just a it's just a smoke scented candle. It's great. It's available at Gallery Half in Los Angeles, and they. Do. Like I'm talking to you like Perfumer H. I found Perfumer H's name in your phone. Who the fuck is Perfumer H? <laughs> and it Perfumer H um, is is they also do like a the first one's not cheap, and then but you refill it, which is a nice service. You refill the candle. They send you like a bag of wax liquid wax no, you gotta and you take dump it that in. Out? oh yeah you, you gotta <laughs> you gotta take it into the shop you gotta take what? you gotta take your truck into the shop <laughs> yeah yeah but it's still oh my the, god. the original one's like 150 and then the re refill is only 50 large so it's a good investment oh my god <laughs> i love the idea of driving your candle to a shop and just sitting in a waiting room for an hour and a half <laughs> in the waiting room like you're about to get bad news <laughs> i'm like i'm sorry sir we we, we couldn't add wax you, you burned wrong i read all the us weeklies are you are you almost done in there i gotta <laughs> okay so that's cool district vision koharu d frame polycarbonite sunglasses 405 those are for the heads obviously it's a little it's a looking like a vintage prada those are great glasses i have a pair of course they're oh, sick. i forgot you have a pair. you have a beautiful vase yeah those guys we met eros torso nico june yeah 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 in copenhagen i was i love the vase. copenhagen it's yeah very, it's very cool um yeah beautiful vase. But, this but, is a nice gift guide thank you jason but the thing that i would like to talk about is kind of dental hygiene oh. um and how that this is an area that needs to be disrupted oh. and I've only found a few people, but this company, Linhart, makes this toothbrush and toothpaste that is excellent. And and I also got a toothbrush at Bully, mm -hmm. and it's also excellent. Let's. I just think this this holiday season, Jason, let's pay a little more attention to what goes in our mouth. You know what I mean? Whether that's food, uh -huh. whether that's toothpaste, you know what I mean? Yeah. All of the Water. above. I think we need to be a little more... We need to be a little more mindful of what's going in our mouth. And I think that for years we've been sent to CVS, Walgreens, Shoppers Drug Mart, mm -hmm. you know, to get these low rent dental hygiene products. And I'm here to tell you there's a better way. And you can spend more money on dental hygiene and feel better about yourself because the package is more nicely designed. Yeah, it is kind of interesting because it's since it is, I, I guess, even though it is a, a mouth, body, beauty, hygiene product. I think mentally I lump it in as a cleaning product where it's like fabric softeners and things like that where it's like, look, I don't trust like getting that goofy shit. Like I need the real Tide Pods. Yeah. I need the real fucking cleaning spray. I, I can't do the 
Whole Foods Seventh Earth Free Range. Yeah, you know, window cleaner. I know what you mean. You're 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 telling me your dryer sheets aren't free range. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> so That's I think crazy. a lot of people are averse to using natural cleaning this products. Is, well, this isn't and, natural. And maybe lumping that in. This isn't billed as like a natural. These aren't natural products. They're just better. They just look better. They're made better. They're not. They're not claiming natural. Because I, I know what you mean. Like, okay. So they're not mentioned, but it, I guess it's sort of implied if it is an artisan toothpaste or a soap or any of these things where it's like there's a trade-off in terms of like it's not going to do as great of a job cleaning, See, I think this is, but it will taste better, be better quality think, and all that stuff. But you have no way of proving that your products do a better job cleaning, right? I think you're wrong on this, but I think I, but I see your line of thinking and it makes sense. Oh, I'm not, I'm not claiming to be right. I know I'm not right. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just, that this is how the brain worms have sorted things out. No, know, that, but me. that doesn't surprise me. But I think that, I think that of all the things left, because a lot of people, they're like, I don't trust that, sh that newfangled shit. I, I'm going to stick to the tried and true Colgate Oral B type shit, you know? Well, I'm the one who, I'm the one who I'm the one. fell for the. I mean, I was I was buying the thirty dollar laundry detergent that then got recalled for causing cancer, and I kept using it because I liked it so much. And now they're back with a new formula. Chris over here, so like, we're kinda well, what kind go. of cancer? <laughs> you know what you mean? I can beat I this. Can, I can rock with that. I can beat the charges. I can beat the charges. <laughs> I don't even have a cervix. <laughs> I can rock with that. Yeah, I can rock with that. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, but that. So I always am looking for products like this because I think it's such an interesting thing to challenge, like Procter and Gamble, mm -hmm. and and even make a, a slight dent is is kind of staggering okay. when you think about it. Okay, don't dig too deep. You might get burned by the molten lava, Chris. No, I would never. I would never. I don't want to. I, I don't want to piss Be off. Be careful what you disrupt. I don't want to. I don't want to piss off our friends at Procter and Gamble. I love you guys. <laughs> Um, but you know, it's just nice to have alternatives. You're going to, you're going to, someone's going to put you on a plane to so a business center in Arkansas. <laughs> you're going to sign some shit. You didn't want to sign. You seen Chris I, last time I saw him, he was going from LaGuardia to Arkansas. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened to him after that against his wishes. I, I read a, I've read a book while I was here and it's a, it's a memoir by this guy, mm -hmm. Dana Brown, who used to work for Graydon in the, kind of the hate that's the guy who started ufc uh no that's dana white different da different same first name uh, different color last name don't come from my colored last name family <laughs> um and in the book it talks this about, is the one yeah i remember you reading this yeah i was time. reading i was reading a little bit in australia but the heat slow reader it gets into the yeah you're telling me Fine. um and you get to the you, you, you get to the part where like the magazine business is kind of falling off a cliff mm -hmm. and there's this entire chapter about how the Caitlyn Jenner coming out cover of Vanity Fair like was the last like newsstand hit that the magazine ever had. Oh. And how That was the last dub like, that Vanity Fair had. Yeah, like they killed with it. Like it doubled what had been happening for the last couple of years. But the the it's just interesting because the story Period. is like the story is like they had heard a rumor that Caitlyn Jenner was transitioning, so they offered her a, uh, offered her a cover, and they didn't hear back for like six months. And then her publicist was like, "All right, let's do it." And then it ended up being this great, you know, Buzz Bissinger did the story, and Annie Leibovitz shot the photos, and it was all in secret. And but the it was just a yeah. I didn't think about how big that what like because nowadays that would just be like a digital cover. <laughs> you know what I mean? It wouldn't like I don't know if it would move <laughs> units. On I guess it has been a long time since it has. But they kept it so secret, which is also like impossible yeah, yeah. now. I think somebody wouldn't. Do you think that the the six month waiting period was because there are some some parts that were on back order? You know what I mean? Like we needed to fully complete the transition. Yeah, for sure. Or like yeah, something needed to happen before they were photo ready. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would I would assume so. I would assume so. But I think it was also like we're going to come to you with only the best designer clothing. Like you know, we're bringing you like if you've just transitioned. Mm -hmm. And you get the best hair and makeup, the best photographer, the best stylist. It's like the what a what a gift. You know what I mean? Like why? How could rolling you, out the regular Hunter Schaefer ain't even getting this shit, bro. How could you not do that? But the other part that was really funny in the story is that, like, they've got all the security because they're shooting it at Caitlyn's house in Malibu. They got all security everywhere. Everybody's like wired up and like talking to each other. Mm -hmm. and they're like, we have a problem. We have a problem. We have a problem. <laughs> There's a Bentley coming up the driveway, and it's Kim mm -hmm. Kardashian. 
and she just she just shows up and lingers around because she wants to get in one of the photos and Annie won't give in and so Kim just leaves after like an hour. Damn, that's cool of Annie doing that. I know, I agree. Holding the line. I mean, don't take pro- their shine. Well, we forget kind of because of because of how much how ingrained they are in our in our conscious, but the, there was a time where the Kardashians were kind of like blackballed. Like Vogue wasn't doing it, Vanity Fair wasn't doing it. Like no one was fucking with them. That was like a whole thing. Like this is below us. We're not doing this, you know. And then they got too big to fail, and you kind of had to give in. I think if you were any sort of publication looking to sell sell magazines or clicks, at mm. that, you know, at that point. A lot of through lines with the the SAG strike. Am I right? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> they held the line. Eventually, they had to give in. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, that's no, that that's true. That's true. But yeah, it was a really good that that anecdote was pretty funny. I mean, the other what's the name of that book again? Uh, it has a good name. Dilettante. Dilettante. That's right. It's funny. It's funny because it's it's not it's like not amazing, but it's the stories are so good that it doesn't matter. Which is kind of like what half the memoirs are in the world. I think not amazing. Where it's like if you lived enough and and saw enough, you don't have to be you don't have to be a a a poet to get the point across. Right. Right. The the information is good enough to stand on its own. But it just it just really cements the legend of Graydon to me because there's also a story where. The, the writer has and his wife have become friends with Paul Bettany uh, and and his wife. Who's that? The famous actress, Jennifer Jennifer Connelly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay Con. They go to Waverly Inn uh, together, and I guess another guest at the bar says something sideways about Julianne Moore. Or excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Connelly. They'll be talking sweet on Julianne Moore. <laughs> he said, he said, he okay. says, says something about Paul's wife. Paul grabs the guy by the neck and like slams him against the wall in the in the in waverly and like on a friday night so it becomes this whole thing like the guy runs out the paparazzi's outside they have to sneak paul bettany out the back door and and this dana like calls Graydon is like Graydon, i'm really sorry this is you know i i i, I don't know what happened mm-hmm. paul paul feels really bad and Graydon's like i fucked up daddy Graydon's like what are you talking about this just cements the lore of the restaurant this is good you know and there's a huge page mm-hmm. six story the next day Next time Paul Bettany comes to the restaurant, Graydon sends a pair of boxing gloves to the table and says, "Thanks for, oh my God. thanks for, thanks, thanks for you know your service type thing." And I was like, "Man, that's just really it's too good. People don't do that anymore. People don't do that anymore." Um, Graydon said again. The big thing is, I mean, the big thing is too, like all the correspondence, like thank you notes and flowers, and like how you how he just doesn't miss anything, you know, and how like right. that is just something that is is so lost now it's a bygone currency i know but i think i think that also means that it hits harder if you do do it you know what i mean it's so it's so out of nowhere and so unexpected that it might work even better or be more of a shock and delight sounds a lot like my real real bag shock and delight just like how is this happening you know this shouldn't work but it does Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I guess you and it's kind of up to you to carry that torch of gift giving, Chris. Honestly, I passed it down to previous generations to the seeds. No, I kind of feel like that. I was looking at David Coggins' gift guide, and it was I, I skipped the fishing section, but that's for you. And there was mm-hmm. there was a couple suggestions for stationery, which I realized that I haven't had stationery in quite a long time, and I think it's time for me to to reorder some some stationary and get back to to the note writing ways and and hold it down paperless is out paperless is out like we're gonna die anyway Uh, if if you don't send me a fucking paperless sending a paperless post is something else man people still do it i get i i get i get a paperless post at least three four times a year man when that broke ass uh envelope animation happens when you click on that (laughs) hoe i'm like oh no come on we got ai doing all kinds of shit this is still we, we still got this little it's crazy that they haven't improved that animation. It's, it's some AOL CD on CD vibes from that animation. I'm going to go log into my T-Mobile and be like, no, bring it back. <laughs> Don't make me get on my Spectrum, T-Mobile. I need, I need it back. Something funny happened on the plane on the way down here. And mm-hmm. this had never happened before. I, you know, when you're sitting in the exit row uh, and, you know, the TVs are on the wall or they pull up. In an, on an arm on the seat you know what i'm talking yeah. about well, like you're, you're in the bottom mountain bulkhead it's either you're on the, the wall or pull, yeah yeah yes which is a bummer when you're when you have the tv that pulls up you have to stow that 
still that bitch for landing uh, and takeoff. You miss, and, you miss you miss ten to twelve minutes of Yellowstone. Easy. I guess I don't if, need if to know more. how Phantom Menace ends. <laughs> it was enjoyable enough as is. Um, <laughs> but the I, I I dozed off a little bit and I woke up and I looked up at my screen. It was just playing MSNBC and then I looked over and the lady next to me had just plugged her headphones in to my TV and just started watching it while I was asleep. And I was like, unprecedented move. This is some G shit right here. But like, I don't know if she's confused or if she's like, this guy's asleep. So I'm going to use this one. Like, I didn't know what was going on. How did you not ask her? Oh, I did. I I gave it some time. I let her, I let her finish her segment. And then I was like, hi, that's actually (laughs) my TV. And she was very. You let you let him go to break. I let him go to break. I'm a nice guy. I'm not a monster. I let him go to break. Sick. And then we're going to Jamaica after all. Okay. So you're like just just a heads up. That's my TV that you were using. Yes. And she was very like she was very apologetic. And then I had to help her get her TV out of the the island style out of the kind of the the armrest. Oh. Because she hadn't done that before. That's sweet. So it was a nice overall. It was a great interaction. That's a sweet tale. <laughs> she's all. She's there. I'm. I want to watch MSNBC, but I can't figure out this contraption. I'm. I'm. I don't want to bug this nice man who's asleep. So I'm just gonna plug in. It just reminds me when I'm laying on the couch. Bean comes and snuggles up, tries to get a little of my side heat. It's a cute story. And then you said, and you unplugged that bitch real quick, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I said. I- oh! Bitch, you thought you thought you could watch MSNBC. I had more Yellowstone. To, <laughs> I had more Yellowstone to watch, so I was able to. I was able to. Damn, I, that's that's a move that I have never heard of. Me neither. And it it sort of transcends audacity into into like a a heartwarming kind of thing for me. I don't know why. No, because it's well because it was a sweet kind of older woman who who yeah, yeah, like yeah. If, if it would have been if it would have been a dude that like looked like us, I'd be like fucking dickhead. You know exactly what the fuck you're doing, mm-hmm. but. Because it was somebody you're gonna, sweet. You're going to tug on that Brixton fitted real quick and say, no, 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 no. <laughs> Yo, not the Brixton I will not fitted. help you with your Herschel when we deplane. Not the plies mesh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still want one of those. God, the, that ship has sailed, right? I can't wear the, the cock trucker hat anymore. You right? can't wear the cock trucker hat or the Ethicas anymore. Is that fourth wave irony? You don't remember shopping for Ethicas? Of course I do. Ethica is my Hermes scarf. <laughs> it is every season there's a new selection of styles that need to be purchased that's i mean it's it's a disease frankly i wonder if they have a subscription service for ethica because the holidays are coming up that's something i could get you like a monthly take a page out of the black rifle playbook exactly let's let's do let's do a monthly drop to jason's door drop ship i didn't forget it is what i mean wouldn't that be such a fun surprise uh that would be a fun surprise that's like signing someone up for like a mailing list they didn't ask for but it costs money which feels more it's like signing somebody up for for the military that is that is more what it's like not cool so are you done with all of your festivities obligations can you have a r- regular meal tonight or do you have to continue to eat the brown <laughs> um the brown is pretty much done all the food that we had i mean all the food we made was really good so i'm not hating on it the allison roman uh turkey confit mamma mia that was really something special i'm never going to stop confiting tonight i'm going to go to dinner at Gigi's with with pia and davide and al carolyn i don't know who else. i don't know if it's going to be a baby in a, a situation or not wow that's ex- that's exciting because Gigi's is open till 2 a.m tonight so you guys might have to turn up i cannot do that man i'm 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 definitely like i'm not hung over but my whole body is like kind of shutting down you know what i mean oh jason yeah i know what you mean i'm gonna neti pot i'm gonna sauna today i'm gonna knock this thing out i'll be all right but i need to take some time off the gym at this hotel is really interesting because it's its own little freestanding building and it looks it's an adu can you imagine me walking downstairs and somebody and and getting taken to the garage and just the lights come on and it's a full (laughs) nike gym oh padded floor mirrored walls several pieces of nike equipment a nike bench oh my with god the, with the bmw ribbon on the, <laughs> on the squat rack dude honestly it would be it would be that that's the greatest gift i don't think it costs i've talked about this a lot about how much it costs to really do it and it's not that bad 
depending on how crazy you want to go because what's expensive is weirdly stuff like the adjustable bench and shit yeah. like that's more that like weird little things cost more than you think they would i think for you, you can get some like real solid for like five six grand exactly. probably you know exactly depending on what you want to do also you know if you if you know no treadmill of course treadmill set you back 15 grand on its own if you're getting the right one say what now yeah if you're getting a woodway you're looking at 10 to 15 minimum okay wood minimum i ain't get i ain't getting no broke boy f i don't want a treadmill that folds up under my bed that's 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 broke boy shit you want a nice big dog what about certified pre-owned woodway <laughs> yeah certified pre-owned i would be interested in. i just don't know if people are, I, I think the woodway is such a quality thing that people aren't letting them go not a ton of turnover on these that's how you know brother not a ton of turnover on these and it's it's you know i i, I don't check ebay or anything because i'm not actually in the market for one but that feels like the most expensive one of the more expensive items you could add to a home gym get you a nice like a 2021 <laughs> woodway low miles oh it's great tie the tread's still on it i mean it's great the, the tires look good it's yeah what i like about it it still has the old usb didn't it didn't switch over to see and that's kind of it's kind of cool for a lot of my devices well they've they've that's the problem with woodway and you'll see this at equinox is that they've they've made a new woodway that's like nicer with a screen but it it sucks like i just want the old school they the, went paperless they went paperless i want the real one so mm. so every equinox has like four of the real ones and like 15 of the new ones that no no real head no. wants i need to make going paperless a thing this has virality i was thinking this morning on my walk about um about like swag bags when like of all the free shit that we've received over the years for being influencers or whatever did you see that picture i sent you of me getting my mail <laughs> i had to i had to borrow a hand truck from my <laughs> post post office service to get my mail home so there was there was a chance that somebody listening to this right now saw you wheeling a hand truck full of boxes down the bowery or whatever probably yeah i mean anything's possible cool. new york city you know i just the thought of you operating a hand truck just feels okay look like if i saw that with my own two eyes i would be like no that's ai i'm not is, i'm not as incompetent a false image i'm not in, as incompetent with loading and unloading i'm pretty good i'm i'm not saying that you're incompetent i'm just saying you you can do it but you shan't do it if that makes sense see this is where you get me fucked up jason you got me all the way fucked up <laughs> i'm i'm that's not how i am and i do th i do things like this often because it's got to get done and somebody's got to do it i'm not above any sort of work there's things i'd want to mm. do and don't want to do but i'm not above anything you know what i mean no this kind of goes against everything you've ever said so i don't know what you mean but i trust you and i forgive you have you have i ever not been helpful in a in, in a moment where you needed me physically pause you're always helpful it's true <laughs> <laughs> i just have this kink in my right shoulder can you how my my quad is seizing up do you mind just putting a little a little lotion on it and kind of giving it an elbow actually that reminds me i need to go get a spiritual rub down soon um okay so I was, I was thinking about the swag bag stuff and i was i was thinking that there's like the the food chain of something like a celebrity gets this cool swag bag and you know some of it they keep some of it they give to a family member or a husband or a wife or a little brother or you know a cleaning person the the doorman and your building you know what i mean it, it sort of all gets doled out if if you don't just throw it away who do you think in the like there's one person in the world who gets the best swag pipeline you know what i mean like like leo dicaprio's doorman or no, some, you know, like there's someone out there who's just like getting the sickest shit of all time. Bro, Zach Bia's driver is probably dripping. <laughs> Can, you Can you They're imagine? Like, I imagine? don't even, I don't even ask for a check. Or maybe even like maybe maybe Drake's like closet manager. You know what I mean? Or or like <laughs> Drake's closet manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's got to be. It's got to be somebody like that because those are the guys getting the most stuff. Like right. Brad Pitt ain't getting all the all the fire tier zero nikes he's not getting any quick strikes right you know what i mean they can't they can't get his address for that they, they can't it get has it, to be somebody a little bit lower on the totem pole i think someone a couple rungs below pit clooney mm -hmm. you know bradley cooper vibe yeah is getting it but we, we also we're, we're not taking into account the the female population and i'm sure they're because they're getting jewelry and shit i'm sure the stuff that comes to b's office i mean <laughs> Mm. <laughs> don't call her b 
<laughs> but they get jewelry and shit, which I think changes things. But also, I mean, bro, magazine editors get fucking Prada bags every every Christmas, you know. So it's like See? there was a, there was actually a funny link in Lauren Sherman's uh, newsletter, something I'd never heard of. But there's this like secondhand store in like Minnesota, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's like a known place where everyone sends their designer bags to sell and not get found out because there's no, you know, it's like anonymous really i believe yeah i didn't read into it too much but lauren made it sound like it was like a thing that everybody knows it's like it's like um getting your car registered in montana or the offshore swiss account or something like that yeah exactly exactly but i was like that's a good interesting because i know that i was always told that drake had a full-time guy literally a closet manager who was like selling buying and selling like new clothes old clothes free clothes you know whatever like that was somebody's full-time job right 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 like your your money manager, but it's for belts and stuff. Man, that's so crazy for that to be your job. But it kind of makes sense if you're like some like twenty five year old like grailed dude who like loves clothes. That's the greatest job of all time. You're just buying and selling like old Margella for Drake. You know, like it's a pretty good. Yeah, I mean, if if you get paid, you know, a hundred grand a year, and your only job is just doing that for Drake, and Drake is able to make you know eight hundred thousand dollars. It's it's it seems like a great little small business. Yeah, he's paying for yeah exactly. He's paying for itself, as they say. Beautiful. I know. Well, I mean, I'm interested. If anybody needs a closet manager, let me know. This seems like a fun part, a fun dinner party game for media people to play. Maybe who gets the nicest stuff? Mm-hmm. Have you so that movie? Somebody was telling us about that movie, The Killer. Oh, where the guy? Yeah, yeah. it's a, only listens to the Smiths. Yeah. I've I've heard that that movie. It's funny because. Fincher. I've heard that it's awful and I've heard that it's amazing and that there's no I have not heard in between I, I have heard the same thing as you and I did not I didn't really like it or get it it wasn't for me but I mean it's, it's just about a guy who's a, a, a hired killer and he guess what he kills he shoots the guy with a gun and he's twisted what is the Smith's portion so whenever he listens to music the main character like driving the main in a car headphone yeah main, yeah fast bender you know he's on a on an airplane he puts his headphones on driving in a car whatever it's always a smith's or morrissey song i mean i do like that I, I wasn't even able to enjoy it i wasn't really able to enjoy it it felt it felt ham-handed in a weird way was there any reporting around why he chose that did he like give any details around it or is this just like an aesthetic choice just makes him hotter sure he's just like a dark emo guy sure you know i kill people but like i'm kind of like sensitive (laughs) (laughs) it's uh, half of the movie is him checking his apple watch and then saying a mantra over and over again it's like hanging out in santa monica or something he has like a heart rate monitor on his apple watch and he's always checking it because you can't kill people if your heart's too high. How long is this movie? And then two and a half hours, three hours? Probably, probably a couple hours. Probably a couple hours. It took me a couple saunas to watch it. But there's a there's a scene in it that happens multiple times, and it's it's a normal thing that happens in films that I feel like is not believable anymore. It's the move when somebody takes a cell phone, like they don't want to be tracked by the FBI or something, so they take a cell phone. And they put it on the on the floor or the ground, the concrete or whatever, and then they step on it. Yes. And then the phone shatters into a million pieces and it's unable to be traced anymore. Ninety nine percent of the times you can put a, a titanium iPhone fifteen on the asphalt and Chris Black wearing some Timberlands could step on it and it's not gonna shatter into a million no, pieces. No, you're wrong. And this is because you're a Crocs wearer. <laughs> You don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand how heavy a lug sole can be. I have several pairs of shoes that could destroy an iPhone with just a mere lift of one of my legs. I don't think so. Oh, no, I don't think so. No I think question. the iPhone take a licking. No, I don't. I don't think the iPhone. No, no I think it. <laughs> I don't think it destroys your your data, but I do think it'll destroy the phone. <laughs> it is in the cloud. Yeah, stomping stomping on your iPhone with your Manolos is not going to destroy your data <laughs> it's just gonna you're gonna be set back 1500 for the for the handset okay so if you had the tom brown sh- shoes on oh definitely them them j- joints are heavy as fuck the tom brown boot the tom brown boots also have metal taps on the toe and the heel 
So there's extra bonus phone destroying elements. Pause. No big deal to take down an iPhone or an Android. This is why we need to bring back Mythbusters. This is maybe should we reboot if we ever have access to a television show. It doesn't need to be a whole show, but it can be maybe a segment on a show. Isn't that what PJ is doing basically? Uh, yeah, but his is audio based only. You know what I mean? You need yeah to smash a phone. We need video, and also like so many of those things where it's like. We're here to answer for once and for all the answer to this question. And then it's just an hour of like telling you the history of the question. And you're like, okay, great. So we're never going to get they the don't answer. Get, That's just my gripe. They don't, I've never watched that show because I'm not a nerd, um, but I'm sure it's great. I'm not talking about Mythbusters. I'm just talking about every every misleading headline. Oh, so you have a, you have a bone to pick. You have a bone to pick. <laughs> yeah. I have a, a hypervigilance to misleading headlines. I didn't. I need justice. I didn't know you were such a warrior for justice. You're. I know you're a frontline cat, but I didn't know it was like this. It is justice kink, I guess, where you're just like, all right, you you promised me something and you you fooled me. It's a bait and switch. You didn't do that. You said we're going to answer this very crazy, controversial question once and for all, and then it's like. In the year 1901, this is when this <laughs> yeah, thing started. Is, yeah. It's a similar beef I have with memoirs <laughs> and how I don't care about your youth. Like, I don't give a yeah, shit about yeah. anything until you start to make it. Like, it's boring. Like, I don't care how you're raised. I don't care if your parents were mean to you. I'm sure that informs your story and attitude, but it's not interesting for the reader. Unless it's absolutely essential, maybe, right? Or it will appear in the later on in the story. I mean, sure, but it... But it's always like four chapters of that, where it's like in, in elementary school, I was bullied. It's just like, dude, we got we to gotta move on. When did you become famous? Or when did you die of a drug overdose? There's no, let's just get to the point. Unless it was some wild shit, bro. You know what I mean? But everyone who writes a memoir, it it's like, shit. I just wanted to let you guys know, I, obviously I'm wildly successful, rich, and famous because they're paying me a uh, million dollars to write about my life, but... I just needed to let you guys know that life wasn't always easy for me, okay? I didn't get a handout. It's definitely a life isn't that easy for me thing, 100%. Pa Father said I was only allowed one horse per season. <laughs> I only, because I, I finished my book, but I ha there's another one here, and it's about it's the Glossier book, which I swore I wasn't going to read, um, but... <laughs> I guess I'm gonna read. I guess I'm gonna read it. It's about the. It's wait. What is the? What, it's about the. It's about Glossier or about the foundress. It's. I mean both. But like it's basically like a hit piece on the on, answers, the, yes. on the founder and like the whole thing, which I just find like I don't really care. Um, but right. You know, it's it's gotten a lot of people. A lot of people have read it and and liked it, but I just don't think it's actually that. Like I don't think the story is actually that interesting. Like I know the the right. high points. You know what I mean? Because I live I live through it, and it feels like a a mean boss book. You know, you're you're not uh, subscribed to beauty snark r slash beauty snark or something. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. <clears throat> you don't care got, about got, the the concealer tea. No, it got so much. It got so much press, and like everybody read it. It's been out for a little while now. Um, but I I just don't. I don't know. I just don't. Like the mean boss, you had to. It's in the zeitgeist. But the mean boss narrative thing is just kind of like we got bigger fish to fry as a society. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I, I just if you don't if you don't like it, quit and get another job. It's not like you know inflation. Yeah, yeah. There's there's other problems. Gas gas price going up. But I'm gonna read it. I'll give it. I'll give it a shot. You know, mainly because Emily Weiss was a you know successful, rich, <laughs> hot. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's, that's what's compelling. Let's get to the bottom of this. Emily Weiss. Yeah. The book that you got me, the memoir from the food critic guy, I forgot his name and everything, yeah. but I like yeah. it. He writes it in a Is style that's sort of TJ ish. Yeah. It's good. He's a, I thought, I thought you would like it. I thought you, I'm glad to hear that. Nice little writer. Nice little writer. There was a, well, there's actually yeah, a nice. big part in the, in the Dana Brown book about AA Gill. Are you, have you read his stuff? Like the, the famous food critic. Um, he was, I know the name, but I have not, I haven't really read London it. London based, but it's, it's a cool, mm -hmm. it's a cool kind of part of the story. Um, because he just, he, Graydon was like, he reviews place, like he like interviews a place. He doesn't review it like the way he does. Does that make sense? Like the way he, is this my new job? Um, maybe, I don't know if you could do it for stores. What about? food stores oh for food yeah, yeah yeah of course yeah you could definitely you should do a whole series of this where you interview grocery stores aa gill style just go to all five of your favorites 
spend mm. a couple hours there, find the details that stand out to you, and then put those down on the paper. A.A. Gill really feels like a like a 1817 type of name. You know what I mean? No, it, no, it's cool. I mean, it's not his real name. I mean, it is, but it's like obviously the initials sure. to, make it, to, to give it that pen name flair. It's a noom de plume. N- noom de plume. He plume in. We, we got to get ready for our shows and we have we had some other announcements we had we're doing a um oh yeah we're doing a little a little day at friend editions in the lower east side with with our our, our mate oliver shaw um and Bijan from intramural has mm-hmm. has curated a collection of how long gone inspired items that I have to say blew me away i don't know how you felt about it but it was it's it's really good really clever but stuff you still yeah. could wear or want, you know, it's not it's not overt in any way. Yeah, I've I have been seated for his collection ever since the PDF arrived in my inbox, and it keeps growing, getting better. There's a lot of kind of obvious things, blue and green vintage pieces, and things with the word "gone" in it or whatever. But there's also a lot of more hyper niche references. There's like a T-shirt for the glendale galleria apple store opening that's too good it's too you know good. just a little tease just shit like that you know no the my favorite jeans related things it's my cool. favorite and i don't want to spoil anything but my favorite is the we are your friends god yeah that too it's like a bumper sticker <laughs> banner thing no it's like a ba- it's like from a theater which you're gonna have oh, to sign god. and you can forge zach efron's signature depending on you know kind of where we land so zach, on that. Zach, yeah that's yeah, gonna be exciting authorization and i'm doing a, i'm doing another another zine with oliver uh it's called slow education it's gonna come out on that day and i'm gonna be signing some and selling them on the first at, at the front edition store on lower east side uh so come by Slow education never stop learning what is uh i'm assuming this is photography it is photography. Yeah, it's photography. It's not my poetry. I'm, I'm it's holding not vegan that. recipes. It's not the vegan recipe book is next Thanksgiving. Um, Heard. And then we have the show, of course, Webster Hall. Get your tickets. There's a few left December 2nd with uh, our friend Andy Haynes opening. And then John Early is our guest. We're looking forward to that in Boston, December 8th, the Wilbur Theater with a uh, friend of the show, Kevin Morby. Um, we'll, we'll see you there. I'm excited, bro. TJ in New York. I haven't been in New York during Christmas in a while. We're doing an after party for the show too, but that more details later. Yeah, get a sitter. Get it. Get a sitter. <laughs> get lock lock the gates. Get a sitter. Get a sitter. Get a bag. <laughs> <laughs> get a sitter. Get a bag. How long gone live? Um, best of both worlds. But no, thank you guys for listening. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to all those uh, that celebrate. Um, and uh, we will see you next week with some more podcasts. Yeah, man, and have a great time in Jamaica. Have a little jerk tempeh for me. Yeah, I haven't found the jerk tempeh yet. You been eating good down there? Uh, I've been eating okay. I mean, you know, it's... You it's, got some conch, conch, conch fritters? I've had some good... I've had some... Yeah, there's been some nice kind of barbecued seafood on the beach vibe, which is, which is nice, and feels like what you should eat in a place like this. Barbecued seafood on the beach. I like the way that sounds. Okay, that sounds yummy. You know, send me some pics. Of course. Uh, don't worry. I'm back. I'm back in New York for the week. We got to get cracking. Back to work. Thank God this fucking holiday is over. Shout out to everybody who shopped Black Friday. Fuck Thanksgiving. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. How long gone? What long?